This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I would say we were dangerously close to the start of Hurricanes training camp, but we're not. See, we're two and a half months away. It feels, and it almost feels longer, although the season just sort of ended not that long ago. Rod Brindamore is the head coach of the Carolina Hurricanes, and he joins us. Last time you were on, uh, we threatened to talk about other sports. We're going. I'm gonna. I'm gonna drag you into that uh, in a little bit. But first of all, thank you very much for carving out some time. I know we got the prospects who are in town starting Monday. We'll get to that. Uh, but before we do anything, uh, are you planning anything for the summer? Do you have anything on your agenda on the docket, family trips? What's going on? Uh, not really. I already kind of did one. I went out to Vancouver Island. I have a little chili event that's been going on for 25 years. and So kind of went out there already. And, and now it's just a matter of, you know, you know how uh, beaches are. I got my family's got a beach place, so I get to kind of run back and forth and, <laughs> and do that. And the uh, rest of the time is uh, obviously getting ready for next year. So is that your cottage? That Everybody's in a cottage now. No. My uh, my in-laws have a place down here. I've had it forever. So we're at Wrightsville Beach. Very nice uh, area. Okay. Very nice. Try to come back and forth as much as much as I can. But so you have, there's a, a chili event in on Vancouver Island? No, it's uh, it's a well, it's a golf event. Okay. Charity event for cystic fibrosis. Oh, charity. Twenty-five event. Charity. Right. Yeah. Charity. I thought you said chili, and I'm like, I love chili. No. I don't know about in the summer, but that's cool. Is there such thing as a chili event? I don't know. I I, I won I won a chili cook-off in my cul-de-sac about twenty years ago. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, I have a green jacket. I I don't even know if I have it anymore. I want a green jacket. I was the master of uh, of my cul-de-sac when it comes to making chili. Um. Free agency worked out well. I don't know if you probably weren't surprised because you're an insider, uh, and I am just observing the organization from afar, but um, a foray into free agency was not on my bingo card. Uh, but right. Dmitry Orlov, because this has not been the, uh, the the plan of attack for this organization over the last several years for a lot of reasons, and I'm not arguing, but Dmitry Orlov, Michael Bunting, um, your your thoughts on what you guys did to strengthen your team? Well, you know what? It's first, you know, I think order of business was trying to get everybody that we could signed from our team. You know, keep the guys we had, and I thought we, you know, we got Jordan down, and we knew that was going to get done. And right, there's always, you know, I always look at it. There's there's always people in the way <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that make these things harder than they need to be. Um, and that got done, and then quickie, so that was good, and getting the goalies back, you know, yeah. like it, it's, it's, it's good. We we want to have the guys as many who can get back. I understand we, we do this every year and we lose guys here and there. That's nature of the business, unfortunately, but we, we do do a, a great job, at least making an attempt to, you know, keeping the guys uh, intact. And I think that's really important. And so I thought we did a decent job of that and, and we're still in that process. Yeah. Right? Like, as you know, so, uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate that. You know, I'm involved all the way. They keep me in the loop. And, you know, free agent day, I'm up there in Don's office and have a tremendous amount of respect because I've been a part of this for a while, how much goes on. And Tom's up there, and he's the, the, the ringleader of the whole thing. But Donnie's got us, you know, everyone doing their part to make sure we're on tabs with what, what we're doing. And I thought we did a nice job. Good additions, right? And, 
we're just always trying to get better, but the fit that always has to be that fit. And I think we brought in two guys that you mentioned that uh, should fit really well with you know the way we want to play. I mean, Dmitry Orlov is uh, just an an outstanding top four. He can be a top pair defenseman. Not that you need a top pair left defenseman because I believe Jacob Slavin is still on the roster. Uh, but Michael Bunting is. If if I had to draw up what this one of the things you really need uh, is somebody who can play with you know on that edge. Sometimes he goes over the edge, uh, but that's really not an element that you guys have a lot of or much of. Certainly not in the top in your top lines. Uh, when you think about where Michael Bunting fits, what do you see? Well, I agree with you. I mean, that's the way he's played. You know, when he was in Toronto, obviously he was you know, gifted with playing with one of the best players in the game. So that probably helped him. But I think if you just look the way he played, um, you know, I think he, he's what you said. He's getting to the net. You know, listen, we, when we lost Fesh last year, mm-hmm. you know, I, we, he's that player for us. But when he wasn't in there, you know, I think he could have used another guy like that. And I think that's what we have here now. So, um, you know, plays the game with a little bit of an edge that you like. But I think he has the ability to, put the puck in the back of the net and and you know where all the goals are scored in this league <laughs> got to get to the net and i think he's shown that uh, he, he could do that so you know hopefully that's what happens and um i don't see why i won't yeah, and certainly in the playoffs in the postseason and maybe even toward the end of the regular season it becomes even more difficult uh to get to the interior of the ice and the guy like bunting certainly helps uh, in that, do you check in? Rod Brindamore is joining us here in the Adam Gold Show. Do you check in with guys during the off season, or when you got when you're done with the exit interviews, basically that's it? So uh, whether it's Sebastian Ajo or Tavo Teravainen or Martin Natchez or Seth Jarvis, do you check in with them at all during the during the summer? Yeah, a little. Not, I try not to. You know, I really try not to. And everyone's like, well, why wouldn't you? And the reason is they get enough of me during the year. Right. I, I want. I don't want to, you know, harp on them. Or even checking in is still, I'm, they know what I'm going to ask them. You know, eventually it's going to come out. <laughs> you know, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, are you getting better? Right? La, la, la. So, I, I, you know, if something happens, if there's, you know, something goes on, obviously we reach out. But I really try to kind of stay away from it as much as I can. Obviously, if we're talking about players, we're adding guys, and, I know a guy's played with somebody. I'll definitely, you know, we do a little bit more homework. Gotta, you know, it's their team too, right? So we got to right. make sure they want to add guys like that or have intel. So I'm in communication with the guys, and some guys are still here. Right? I saw Jacob Slavin yesterday in Chatfield, you know, uh, at the rink. So, um, you know, there is some, but I really, to answer your question a long ways around, I try not to because I, I, you know, they get me all year. Right, yeah. So my, uh, my, a headline there is Sebastian Ajo is sick of Rod Brindamore. Sick of hearing. I know that's not the case. Um, but a guy like Tavo, do you want to check in more? Well, he, uh, well, occasionally <laughs> I'll send a little text here and there, and just you know make sure they you know they know they're on their stuff. I don't really have to do that with guys that have been around. I mean, right. we know Turbo's going to be Turbo. I think it's a big year for him. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and hopefully, you know, not just because it's a contract year and all that, just because I think, you know, last year didn't go the way we all had hoped. And in our in end of year meetings and talking through that during the year, I think he, he's he's a real proud guy. And, um, he kind of pushes it off. I mean, once you get to know him, it kind of looks like he's uh, whatever, but he really cares about how he plays. And, and he understands the role he plays, as you know. 
it's very, very vital to the success of this team. And he's really the smartest player we have. And he knows when his play is not up to par. And I think, uh, you know, he expects a little more of himself. Yeah, it is. It's an enormous year. I actually talked about it at the beginning of the show. Um, coming going into the last year of his contract, at his age, this is probably the last big contract he's going to sign. I'm sure he wants it to be here, and he has to go out and perform. And there's a lot of guys who are in that position year in and year out. But uh, and he's so important to everything you do. And you and I have talked about it. So let me ask you about some young players. Um, some of the guys who were in Chicago last year, and everything is complicated by the fact that there's no minor league affiliation because Chicago has gone independent now. Um, but what are your thoughts on a guy like Vasily Ponomarov or Jack Drury, who was here for half the year and the playoffs, uh, stepping into uh, stepping into a role? Right. Well, as we're sitting here today, you know, we have a need for, I guess, one of two of those guys, right? Like, it's it's just, I don't think we only have 12 forwards, really. Um, and if you count Jack, that's 12. That's that's, that's kind of how we're sitting there, and Panorama's kind of uh, on the outside. But I think, you know, he, he, we like what we've seen out of him. Well, he's still a young kid. and Yeah. Um, but I like what he played. He's, he's not, you know, oversized, which that, that you know, is, it can be an issue in this level. Um, but he definitely has a motor and a compete that we like. And so, you know, we'll, we got a good look at him in camp and we'll see. But I think, you know, Jack, we understand what kind of player he is. And, and really, if we're being truthful about everything, I haven't really used him in the in position, right? Like he's a sentiment and yeah. he was pretty much put on left wing, which, you know, or, and again, he's undersized too. So that that's not necessarily the best position for an undersized guy to be on the wing, especially when he is a very smart player. So, you know, he might get a look at center here more this year. Um, it's kind of a lot of options with those two, and we'll, we'll obviously know more as we get through training camp. All right, a couple of more quick things. First of all, do, can you foresee uh, uh, Ponomarov getting a look at center uh, in the preseason? And I'm going to ask you the exact – I'll just ask the questions twice. What about uh, giving Marty Natchez a chance to play center? Yeah, there, listen, there's a ton of options. We kind of talked about this last year. It's all about – the fit and it's all about where you're going to get the most out of a player right like it doesn't really yeah he can play that position but now is he as effective as he was on the wing and in in my opinion with you know with marty putting him at center is going to not make him as effective as when he gets the puck wide with speed and you know that kind of freewheeling uh attribute that he brings versus the responsibility of playing center you know so i think he could do it but we really want that dynamic ability and that's really what you get out of wingers um, so that that's the kind of trade-off that you gotta gotta play with. So we'll see, especially you know if we end up adding another four here or there that's into the mix, then everything changes and you know we'll, we'll bounce all that around. So um, we'll see. I mean, I think uh, I know how Tom is. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's not he, the guy who's such a hard worker. Like July Fourth, he's calling me hundred times a day because he's <laughs> working this and that. Like. The guy wants to make our team the absolute best it can be, and you know you got to appreciate that. Rod Brindamore is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. All right, here is a uh, this is a non hockey thing, but it is a hockey thing. The NBA is going to try to curb flopping on the court. Uh, they're going to assess a uh, an unsportsmanlike technical foul, which doesn't count as an actual personal foul and doesn't lead to an ejection, but it basically gives a team a free throw uh, and the ball. I don't believe that will curtail 
flopping in the NBA because it gets flopping is still going to get uh, going to get overlooked. Um, how would you curtail flopping, embellishing in the NHL? You already know the answer. <laughs> these are these layup questions that I appreciate okay. you giving me. No, it's the, the only way to do it is you have to have that review system when you you know it's the only way because it, when you watch it live, you know, and generally the the biggest one is the, the high stick, right? One round that that comes up and a guy hits, snaps his head back like he's been you know <laughs> chopped, and yet then you look at it on replay and he guy taps his shoulder or right, you know, in the mid set. But when you watch it live, how do you tell? And then what are you not going to call the one that, you know, knocks the guy's face off and, oh, it looked like he was embellishing, right? It's really hard live. And that's the, therein lies the problem. And so I think the only way to do that is every time you call penalty, just get a quick review of it and you can tell right away, immediately. And you do that once or twice, guy getting where the penalty is severe enough. Like you said, I don't know if a free throw is severe enough. But no. You do it where it cost you maybe two free throws and possession, no, you're not going to do that anymore. You do it in the NHL, it's sort of a penalty for you, it's a penalty for the other team, you're not going to be seeing the the non, you know, the embellishment. It's just, it's going to go away. But are we ever going to get to that? Not in probably our lifetime. You know, it's just the league's pretty slow in acting. Uh, but I like that the NBA's doing it because whatever the NBA does, oh, they can do it, then we do it. We, we This league doesn't ever do something first, right? So... I'm glad the NBA is doing that. <laughs> Look, I was sitting here uh, complaining that Major League Baseball should have an in-season tournament just like the NBA is instituting this year. I don't know that it would work as well in hockey. Maybe it would, um, but the game is just too physical uh, to be taking games out for non-league matters. But I don't know, maybe it would work in the NHL, but I, I wish Major League Baseball would have uh, an in-season tournament. All right, final thing. What else do you do during the summer? Are you playing a little golf? Are you watching Wimbledon? What are you doing? Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend, Coach Pete DeRuta with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? Really, there's no too soon. It's time to get serious. So if you're 50 or over, we call it the financial red zone. And that's when really it's time for you to take control of your money and, and make sure you have a firm on your side that's a fiduciary planning firm, which means they take your side at all times. Now, we'll do this for the next 10 of you who call. This is a $1,000 value, but I'm going to waive my planning fee to make sure you get your total retirement plan and you get on the right path for retirement. Call 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Not watching Wimbledon, although I do like tennis. Um, uh, I'm trying to get on the course more, for sure. I, I enjoy golf. For me, is all about just who you get to play with, right? And, you know, being around some some close friends. And my oldest son now is actually becoming a pretty good golfer, mm-hmm. so we're trying to get some time in with him. And then uh, Sean Hills moved back into the area, yeah. right? And the guy's one of the funniest guys to be around. And, yes. You know, he plays pretty much every day. On, he, <laughs> he calls me every day. And, we, you know, if I can get out there once a week with him, that's good. So trying to trying to do that a little more. Obviously, you know, Caroline got the best golf around. Yeah. So real fortunate to have a lot of opportunities there. And um, that's kind of it. And, you know, do what we do, right? Spend some time as much as we can with the, the people that you care about and then get ready for next year. You're the best. Uh, I'll talk to you again very soon. Uh, best to everybody. Uh, best to Bodie. 
I always uh, always forget to uh, give a shout out to the pooch. Well, I appreciate that. All right, and the too, chickens. Best... We, we went. You got me hooked in all again, and we always talked about it was one half half little question about Wimbledon, and then that was it, right? Who's, so who's better, Federer or Djokovic? Oh, all time? Yeah, all time. Federer or Djokovic? I, I'm, well, I, I I like Federer because I like the way the guy handles himself, but the I man, you got to give it to the Joker. Like he's 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 pretty darn impressive. Oh, yeah, he's got so the I'm most. Kinda, I'm most on lives. the fence on that. I guess. You can't be on the fence. This is sports radio. You can't be on the fence. You got to give. You got to pick a side. You have to embrace debate. Well, then I'll take Federer. All right, I'm this is not even a debate because I'm Federer too. All right, we'll have All to right. argue about something else another time. Good. All right, I'll talk to See you. Later. Bye, bye, Rod Brindamore. Yeah, the Adam Goldshaw. We got it. Like he's right. Yeah. And my fault. For actually having things about the hurricanes, could you imagine if we had Rod Brindamore on and we didn't talk about like stuff issues with the team? Of course, fans would be like, "What? What? What? I <laughs> I was waiting for." Right. So that's what was going to happen. Just talk about Storm Brew the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> now it's getting more and more expensive. He would. Uh, Rod would not know what Storm Brew is. He wouldn't. <laughs> oh no. Uh, well, you'd have to educate my, him. My understanding is does not drink beer. Okay. Yeah. I don't even I may I don't know maybe he's a red wine guy. I have maybe. no idea. Maybe. I don't even know. I could see that. Body is a temple. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.